0: The world looks different from behind the handlebars of a Rad Power Bike. A trip to the grocery store can turn into an impromptu visit to the pool. Commuting becomes a chance to skip traffic and grab an iced coffee. And spring break is always just a bike ride away. There's never been a better time to find your fun. Check out Rad's limited-time spring deals today at RadPowerBikes.com. Today is an amazing and very special episode, especially it's very uh, near and dear to my heart. This brand is by far my favorite brand of all time when it comes to skincare. I know that we've hosted them before and we have the honor and the privilege of hosting them again. So uh, without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to the research and development director for neod who is Ivana Ignazovic. So welcome to the show, Ivana. I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for having me, Akhtar. Um, so really happy to, to, to be here. Uh, so lovely hosting you and I'd love to get started. I want to learn all about you because I know that, you know, um, being a lead for something like a, a line like Neod, I mean, I'm sure you've got a great journey that, you know, has led to all this. So I'd love to learn more about your career um, as a great starting place.
1: Um, thank you. Yes, it's uh, well, I, I have had a long career so far I over over 20 years uh, experience in, in the industry. And uh, um, I started out as a pharmacist, so I have a pharmacy background. Um, and um, it, uh, it, it traditionally, I would say it was uh, really um, the source of most cosmetic chemists. Um, and uh, it still continues to a degree today. Uh, and, and the great part about it is because the The education is really broad and it covers uh, a lot of chemistry, a lot of biology, there's physiology, there's uh, toxicology as well, uh, pharmacology and so forth. So there is really a great foundation learning about um, the science as well as the the, the human body um, and, and the impact that different compounds can have on the human body. Um, and but one part of that is definitely when when you get to uh, actually different pharmaceutical technologies and formulation. This is where some of us fall in love with formulating. That's happened to me. Um, and uh, and then after so after I graduated, uh, I worked for a short time, really just as a pharmacist. But I knew that was not where my heart was going to be. And uh, I was I really set on uh, building this career so i it has gone through ups and downs but i had really so over 20 years of bench experience developing formulations skincare sun care color cosmetics uh some topical pharmaceuticals as well Um, and uh, just my love and appreciation for the field really only grew i have to say that because there's always something to learn and and it's challenging um, and and it's ever evolving So, yep, that's how I
0: come here. Well, in the spirit of a true scientist, you know, I couldn't agree more with you. I think that those of us who really love the science and we really love the nitty gritty, you know, everything. We want to know everything, right? So a, a career in just pharmacy, it couldn't have been enough, you know, uh, for your mind. So I completely understand and I'm I'm just so honored to be hosting you and to be learning from you. I, I want to actually focus today's episode for everyone listening on the brand new release by Niod, which is, um, you know, one of their cult favorite products, the Copper Amino Isolate Serum. And I know that it's been reformulated into um, a beautiful Uh, new formula, which I love, and I want to really focus on uh, case three. So, um, you know, Ivana, if you could give us a little bit of background on it. I I had talked to um, Prudvi in the first episode, and we had talked a little bit about, you know, copper isolates and and their role in skin health, but I would love to get your your feedback and your, um, just, I guess, preliminary information you can give us about the role of copper peptides
1: um well it's, it's it's really an exciting area uh i mean you know i'm sorry if i keep repeating exciting often because uh it is um it is such a um such an evolving area because we are really learning about that so in this particular case uh and you know our acronyms in the lab ghkcu for instance we refer to that really in that uh in that way um uh in the lab and with the formulators so um it is, um, it exists, um, so it is a tripeptide, uh, GHK, uh, and uh, it consists of uh, glycine histidine and uh, lysine uh, amino acids. Um, yes. So it exists in, um, in the human body, actually in all living organisms, and uh, it is, um, and it complexes with copper ion. Um, so it is, it, it could be free sometimes, it complexes with copper ions as well, because again, uh, everything in the body is, is you know, is dynamic. Um, and ever-changing and evolving um, and moving around. Um, so it's, uh, it, it has actually very many functions. Um, and it was discovered in 1970s, um, and, and its importance, uh, we're still learning about that. And that sort of ties in, in many ways, as how we see the evolution of neon as well, because as the knowledge expands, uh, we, we, we apply that. And uh, we, we're always on the lookout for, for the latest in technologies and in the knowledge. Yeah. So copper yeah. itself, uh, sorry. So copper itself is uh, an essential uh, mineral, an essential element that is uh, uh, really uh, required for, for 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 survival of um, living organisms, so a human body, um, and um, and it works uh, really in this as sort of a catalyst, but a cofactor, uh, like sort of has this catalyst role in different redox or. Um, um, uh, metabolic uh, reactions with proteins. Now, you right. know, the proteins have, uh, I mean, like it's not even possible to list all the roles of proteins in, uh, in the human body. So, but if we group that to, um, obviously functional like enzymes because they're proteins, and then right. we have, um, structural, uh, because they really build the tissues, uh, as well. So, um, there are multiple roles, uh, and multiple pathways, uh, that, uh, that this a little tri, a tripeptide, uh, complex on its own, as well as complex with, with, with copper, uh, will participate in. Um, and uh, with skin, so it is present in the human body uh, and it's being researched extensively still and discovered. Um, and uh, and it can impact um, that way, obviously many different uh, organs in the body, but with the skin as well. So it is involved in... Um, uh, regeneration, uh, uh, And if there is, for instance, um, a damage to skin uh, or to the body, wound healing, um, it is uh, building structural proteins uh, like collagen, elastin, glycosaminoglycans. Um, then in um, fibroblasts, it will stimulate uh, the growth factors. So there are really very many um, roles um, that it takes part in. It can also help with antioxidant protection from UV radiation uh, to, you know, uh, lipid peroxidation uh, reduction. And so there's just really a vast array of activities. So you can imagine how exciting um, as an ingredient it would be to cosmetic uh, formulators.
0: Absolutely. No, I know. And I know that, you know, uh, I have a degree in medical physiology, a master's degree. I was actually getting my PhD, but then I decided, you know what, <laughs> I don't have another eight years, so I wanted to go to med school. And I and I know that uh, the role of you know just the three amino acids that are linked together here you know glycine um histidine and, li- and lysine those are very very crucial in a lot of the um you know what do you call it the structure of many proteins in our body that are very very uh much at the core of i guess what you could say are the natural normal cellular processes that we undergo so i think it's very brilliant that this is the peptide that was Um, chosen to link copper with because it's something that like you said yeah it's naturally occurring but it's also very much abundant in the body so you know i i I think that's absolutely brilliant was this something that you had to think about in terms of the design or was it something that you just said you know what we already know that this is used and we're going to go with this or how i mean i want to talk about the chemistry aspect of that like how did you decide on these three amino acids or did you just go by the ghk that already exists you know in our body
1: um, well, our approach with, uh, in general, and uh, with, uh, I mean, there are similarities, obviously, and the differences between different brands, but, but, but with NEOD, um, uh, taking a holistic approach, so understanding uh, the pathways and, and the modes of action for, for any of the active, that's really yeah. critical. Um, and, uh, and then, obviously, products are applied topically. So for us, uh, it is to, to, to formulate these actives to make the formula stable, so that it can, um, you know, it can actually withstand, it can be a product that can be used uh, on the market. And uh, and then that um, that it can really uh, deliver what we expect from it. Uh, so it is, you um, know, it's a combination of different stages really that the product would go through. Um, so for, um, for this particular ingredient, um, it is, um, it, it has to be available to us. So it's not, we don't synthesize it. Um, like the the the, the peptides, um, we uh, the interesting thing was with uh, the earlier versions of CAIS CIs, were that um, it was a do it yourself approach. So you know because you were mixing um, yeah the, yeah the different things, so the, the complexation with copper would take place uh, in, in in situ. You know so it would take a, that uh, would happen at that time, um, but uh, the peptide itself or when it was uh, a copper uh, salt that we received, like that we had before, these ingredients that are available to us. So they have to come with really extensive documentation that the manufacturers would provide on, um, um, on, on the safety of these uh, chemical or how to formulate with them, how to use them, that then we will um, use and, and then try to implement within our vision, within the formula that we want to create.
0: Mm, interesting now I want to know um in terms of the pre-mixing you know because I know that before like you said you know we we were mixing it together and then we had this beautiful blue serum that was created and um now it's already come like you said it comes pre-mixed so now is there any kind of limitation at all with it being pre-mixed in terms of the shelf life or you know um how active it is or anything like that I mean how how has that been in terms of the chemistry and the formulation aspect?
1: Um, Well, the the, the reason uh, uh, why we approached um, uh, the the reformulation uh, were that, um, you know, we we have uh, we're constantly uh, trying to improve uh, our sustainability um, and, uh, you know, we have different goals. um, So this is something that we um, revisited and we wanted to see whether we could meet that goal uh, so we could make it more sustainable by reducing the packaging. Um, and um, and still have the same, obviously, the stability and the same efficacy, um, and and the formula that will deliver. Um, so right. that um, you know, again, it is a reformulation. So we had to approach that from different angles, um, and uh, and it took some time, but we achieved that. So we managed uh, to to. So that's why the product is on the market now. We're very happy with that. Um, so to answer your questions, uh, no, there are no uh, really. Um, Drawbacks to now having it in one uh, in in one bottle. Um, it is it is safe um, uh, and uh, it is as effective, um, and you still you will have the like the the one to one as you as, uh, as you will know as uh, presents really that there is or um, represents a one percent of a GHK CU and one percent GHK.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I know it's a one-to-one ratio. Um, now I, one thing I I want to mention to all the listeners listening because I, you know, I think it's important to understand the science as much as we can, um, even as consumers. And I want to mention that G H K. You know, I know Ivana had gone into uh, a few of the effects or or the um, roles of G H K, but G H K is actually something that is involved in the. Um, you know, the healing and the repair in multiple tissues in our body, not just our skin. So that just makes it even more appealing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's more, it's, it's more like, I guess, in sync with our body than I think most peptides are. Whereas because, you know, your body will recognize it as being something that's already very predominant. It's already there. It's being, it's playing a role not only in, you know, the skin, like for example, collagen, elastin, uh, you know, and fibroblast, uh, dermal fibroblast, but it's also working the lungs and it's working in, you know, um, accelerating like, you know, things like Uh, you know, anti-cancer mechanisms and stuff. So I think that's very important for us to understand as consumers is that the science is, it's very multidimensional and it runs very deep. So I I really, really appreciate that you guys have created something like this. Now, one thing I want to know is that the copper that you used um, in this mixture, which is pre-mixed now, was there any kind of chemical change that had to occur to the copper um, that was being utilized or was it just the same?
1: Um, well, what we've utilized here with um, uh, with with this version, with uh, with the, the, the third um, version of Cis, uh, was uh, the uh, the actual complex tripeptide with copper. Um, mm. So that is what we've used. In the previous versions, uh, we had uh, the GHK tripeptide and a copper salt uh, separately, and then uh, when they were mixed, there would be. Um, the 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 complexation that the reaction would take place um and that's where you saw the change in color
0: interesting so this one does not have the salts component then no okay and what was that what was the role of the salts like if you don't mind me asking what was it before well it was
1: just to carry the copper ion
0: oh okay 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 yes so it
1: was uh it was really uh again it was um chosen as um um you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have any, it was a safe choice. It wouldn't have any negative impact. Um, and uh, it, it has to have um, really, uh, like it has to be evaluated from uh, the solubility, from um, the standpoint, uh, whether, um, whether the, 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 well, I mean, there are different ways and different salts, obviously, the, with, with copper, but this one was that the, the, the reaction would be favorable the way we wanted it to be. Um, yeah. so, so there are all these factors that we would consider, um, but uh, one, uh, one of the aspects is always that um, it would be uh, innocuous uh, or it would even have some beneficial effects or anything like that. That's what we would consider when we have to choose, well, any ingredient really. So it would have been this, uh, the case here too.
0: That's very interesting. Now, one question I do have, Ivana, is about the size of the molecule that we're working with here, because I know that, you know, there's a lot of conversation around, um, you know, things crossing the skin barrier, and a lot of dermatologists bring this up, and it's something that I think we all want to know about. Um, in terms of the size of this molecule in the serum, um, how big is it? Because I know that anything under 500 Daltons is usually the ideal marker for penetration into the skin layers, right? So, like, how, how was... How is that in terms of the size of the, um, it's an
1: excellent question. I don't have it on the top of my head. Um, I will look it up and let you know, uh, you know, yeah. but, uh, Mickey, Mickey, can relate that. Um, but I believe it is, it, it is small. Um, and, um, yeah. so, yeah. so yes. So the size is, um, one of the critical factors, uh, and then the base formula. Um, and, uh, you know, so, um, what we find with with our studies um, as as we learn you know constantly uh, is that it's it's, formulas are so unique um, and um, how formulas behave applied topically is very much formula specific Um, so you can uh, you because in a formula um, obviously the size of the molecule the solubility of the molecule uh, are, are also critical factors Uh, What else uh, is in the formula? Does that influence um, how the formula is deposited, um, how some of the absorption um, happens? Um, So all of these factors really play a role.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, I want to talk about like, just uh, like in terms of like, you know, just, getting to the skin because you know I know a lot of people talk about that and and, and that's why I brought it up you know I wasn't to like really put you on the spot it was more that you know I think a lot of people think that anything that we're putting on our skin topically it has to get through the skin layer into the dermis it has to like be this ultra penetrative thing but I mean that's not always the case right I mean there's so many different effects that are happening as the you know molecules are going through the skin you know that for example you had mentioned antioxidant effects and stuff you know and so those things are also very um topically related because there's a lot of antioxidant potential with topical products and i think that you know something like this is is something that it it could really be at, at the cutting edge of that is is providing that effect on just even if you put it like you know look at it as soon as you put it on on the surface of the skin so i think that's very interesting
1: Oh, well, all of that is interesting. It's, 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 it's frankly it's fascinating because uh, again we are learning because we have um, uh, we have done a clinical study um, and uh, we uh, we are learning about uh, and obviously researching, but some of other ongoing studies um, now with the application of, as you're saying topical application. Um, obviously, the stratum corneum is is a barrier, and it is there for a very very important reason. Um, and uh, we 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 appreciate that it has a very important role to play. Um, and uh, many of the activities um, of of different skincare products that are applied topically um, really have the benefits already um, at at yeah. the level of stratum corneum, whether on the surface or within the stratum corneum. Um, sometimes uh, some of, some of them will penetrate to the viable epidermis. So there are very many different um, uh, ways the products uh, behave. Now, we are talking about cosmetic products um, and uh, cosmetics, as as, as you know, um, are are really not drugs. Uh, they, um, they They have a defined role. Um, and how to be used. So um, we are uh, quite, I think we're very fortunate that, that topically applied cosmetic products can still show um, excellent benefits um, on uh, on the skin. Um, yeah, and, uh, I mean, you
0: know, Honestly even I want to just say you know one thing I've always really really loved and appreciated about Neod first of all it's the name you know it's <laughs> the name is it says it all you know it's non invasive options in dermal science I mean that is something that I I think I went on a rant earlier in like you know uh, last month or something about I did a mini episode about talking about how you know we were taught in medical school Non-invasive, non-invasive, non-invasive. You know what I mean? You don't want to tell your patients, hey, let me inject a needle into you first and foremost. That's the last thing you want to do. You know, you want to go with the non-invasive options. So the fact that, you know, your whole uh, the whole company, the whole line is based on this idea of non-invasive options is just so magnificent to me and I absolutely uh, really love that so I just wanted to you know I want to say that to everyone listening is that you know this is this is a line that is so true to science and it's so true to like chemistry and biology and physiology like Ivana mentioned that you know it's definitely something that you need to at least at the very least try because we can't always be going to an injector and getting Botox and stuff for things that, you know, could very well be working if we do topical applications, you know, so that's actually, it leads me into another question for you is that, you know, what is the layering that you suggest for users? Now, I know that Niod, um products are very, um, very good about, Kind of on the packaging, it mentions like you know you want to apply this first and then this. So, can you give us kind of like a rundown of maybe two or three products in the line that we would use with this product and how it would be layered? Uh,
1: well, there I mean there are different options because again every every skin is unique um, and uh, you know a regimen depending at what uh, what what stage in, uh, in life um, or the condition of the skin. So all of that is really considered by every by every consumer by every skin user we all are you know we, we all use skincare and you know we, we all uh, are in the in that position um, so what what we uh, uh, when we recommend uh, how to layer products we, we look at number of things uh, we look at a uh, texture and solubility of products um, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the viscosity how they spread um, as well um, as are there any factors in terms of that we know for instance um, how the, the, the efficacy of the product will be impacted you know so there are a number of things that we consider when uh, when we are making a recommendation so what we would uh, do is uh, you know we will have uh, for instance um something along the lines of uh, cleansing it's, it's one of the critical steps um, yes. and uh, you know with, uh, with with neon we have um lvce um, and uh, which is uh, which is really uh, a very light ester um, An emollient, it is easy uh, to, uh, you know, to use, uh, to utilize, it can uh, remove makeup. We have sunscreen saponins as well, um, and they can be combined or just one can be used depending on, on the skin type. Um, and then it depends on the complexity of, um, you know, for, for, for the user. So we would have, um, for instance, um, I will use uh, CAIS uh, both morning and, and, and uh, evening Um, Right after, uh, right after I would do the cleansing Um, and then um, and then I will, um, you know, follow up with uh, uh, MMHC um, or, uh, you know, sometimes I will, uh, you know, grab something from the ordinary uh, line and uh, and then apply that like the NMF and HA. Um, So I would I would combine things, um, you know, in in different uh, in, in different ways. Uh, as as everyone else does, um, I would um, I would expect. Uh, but uh, one uh, of the NEOT uh, regimens that uh, that we have really um, researched uh, lately and been recommending to um, a lot of uh, our um, our customers is uh, to start with cleansing again LVCE, uh, or uh, you know saponins if that is the preference. Then, yeah. to, uh, to apply, uh, then to uh, the, um, uh, apply, yeah. then to use uh, the CAIS, then to apply um, 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 the fractionated eye con- uh, you know, <laughs> concentrate, because around the eye area, um, yeah. during the day, uh, MMHC, and then sunscreen is really uh, critical. So uh, yeah. survival survival 30 is uh, what uh, what I would recommend. What we generally recommend, depending on the the season, the time of year, the skin type, um, and then uh, in the evening, um, it would be um, again. This is very simple: um, cleansing, um, C I S, uh, then uh, the uh, the F H C C around the eyes, uh, and then M M H C.
0: Or you could be like me and be obsessed with their voicemail mask and just use that in the evenings because I love that. I love that mask so much. It's like my favorite, it's one of my favorite products. But I love that. Thank you so much for uh, going through that because I know that consumers are always looking for some insight you know in terms of layering and what to use first and you know just I love the consistency of the serum too it's so it's so water-based you know in terms of like it's very very light and so it just seeps right into the skin it's just it, it's beautiful I love it so um, you know the- I love it too again
1: I, I have to add that and I love masks too uh, I, I try to really use them uh, about three times sometimes four times a week and I and I like to alternate but with my, with my regimen I, I like like to stay with the same um program for a while because uh in order to really get the results uh you do need to be consistent with using your regimen uh, to give the the products a fair chance to really show the results um so i would i would say uh, generally a uh, minimum uh two months but three months would be ideal if if you are a person who likes to change around and uh and, you know, just uh, do, uh, just, just play with different
0: products. Absolutely. I love that you mentioned that because you really did answer my next question was about the the timeline of how long we should stick with products, but I, I love that, and I, I completely agree. I think that um, any of NEOD's products are just, you know, they're hallmark products. They really are, and I say that with, you know, the most genuine, like, you know, sentiment that I can for everyone listening I mean this line is just it's phenomenal it's phenomenal I mean the science and you know I really commend you Ivana your whole team you know like I think I told uh this as well when I interviewed him I'm just you guys are so impressive and you're just true scientists and Everything that you're creating is just magnificent. And I think it deserves all the recognition in the world. And your hard work deserves all the recognition in the world. So thank you for bringing us. No, really, I mean it. I really mean it. That is
1: really lovely. Well, well, I'm sorry to to cut in. But as you know, uh, or I'm sure you do, the the evolution of uh, how NEO started and, and improved me has been, you know, uh, with from the start and uh, he continues to, to, to lead our innovation. Um, and uh, it's, we, we are all passionate. We, we, we love science. We, we know that it can make a difference um, and, uh, and approaching and having this approach to not really follow any specific trend or, or, or anything that is particularly popular at the time or, uh, you know, it, it really is about... Uh, science and, and in viewing um, every aspect of if we are c- considering a, a skin condition or a skin concern. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that it just sort of let's learn about it as much as we can uh, so that it's a holistic approach. Um, and uh, and then, of course, science is very humbling because uh, as much as we know and as much as we learn, there's still a lot to learn and, and a lot to discover. Um, so it's an ever-evolving um, a process uh, for for anyone working uh, in the scientific uh, area, and it applies here as well. And and I personally find that that's really beautifully reflected in Neod, um, because Neod is evolving too, um, with um, mm. s- sometimes the same product. And we see that with with uh, CIS, we we see that with other products as well. So it's it's always you, just always on the lookout um to 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 see to find the best and and then how to bring that together for for a really uh,
0: beautiful product you know Ivana I think I told Perdi this but I also want to share this with you I think when I fell in love with the line it was when I saw the um superoxide dismutase mist and you know when I saw that I was like They put the name of the enzyme on the bottle. (laughs) I don't know how much more science forward you can get in skincare. It was just like the most, for me, like the biggest geek out moment, the biggest nerd moment. I just fell in love with the line. And I just, you know, I can't rave enough about it. And I, and I do want to thank you so much for coming onto the show and, and really telling us about this new launch. It's been, you know, lovely using it. I've been using it um, constantly since I got it. And I, I've, it's absolutely a staple in my skincare routine. And I urge everyone out there, if peptides are something you're curious about, if it's something that you really want to incorporate into your routine and you want to, um, you know, just, you don't know where to start, this is the right place to start. Always, always go for um, options that are backed with science and NEOD is truly, you know, it's the crown jewel, I say, of the skincare industry, you know, because it's it's a beautiful line and it's really, really formulated by a team that knows what they're doing. And and one thing I really love about your team is how diverse you guys are. You know, when I first met Prithvi and now you, and I just, I realized, you know, the science, it, it science knows no boundaries. It knows no, you know, geographical, you know, limitations that you guys are, you know, it represents like the, the diversity of your team represents the true, science and the true innovation um leading you know uh idea of your line so yeah thank you so much ivana this has been lovely and um i will be you know pushing this everywhere i can on my social media channels because i'm a huge fan thank you so much this
1: is absolutely a lovely experience today and i appreciate uh, you uh, having me on and um, thank you again for for, for the love and the enthusiasm Uh, It's just reflecting uh, how we feel about our
0: work. Absolutely. And a huge shout out to Mikey because... I love you and you are always so kind to me. So thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. Um, Thank you everyone for tuning in. And I really, really hope that you um, check out all the links that I post with this episode. We're also going to be sending out a newsletter all about the, uh, the brand new product that we talked about here. And I want you guys to really genuinely go check it out. If there's one skincare product you buy this holiday season, it's this one. So check it out. And I'll be back next time, guys. Thank you so much.